0: Fred Film Radio from Festa del Cinema di Roma, Italy. Fred Film Radio. I'm Federica Scappa from the 10th edition of the Rome Film Fest, and today I'm in company of Thomas Knapper, director of Widow Clicquot in the Greg Publics section. What drew you to Barb's, uh, Barbie Nicole's story?
1: Uh, fundamentally, um, I, I got a text from my friend Joe Wright, and he asked me if I what I was doing and I live in New Zealand uh, and I was in wine country, but 12,500 miles away. Um, And he asked me if I would be interested and sent me the script. And I read it and I fell in love with Bob Nicole and Francois immediately. And I fell in love with the scene where they're under the covers. And he's talking to her about what he wants their marriage to be. And he says, let us be a secret. um, Let us live in a hideaway. And what he's proposing is a kind of equality. In 1799, he's proposing equality to his young wife and that they should live equally. And I found that statement and that idea... I felt like I had to make the film and I've only made a few films but I've, the films, are, all the films I've made have been very personal for me and very driven by a personal idea and I am driven by the idea of the importance of equality and I'm driven by the idea that women ha- have a powerful part to play in society and I'm not... I wouldn't describe myself as a feminist but I would say I was raised by women and I see I see the film as a statement that I feel is important, that she, her identity ultimately is not dependent upon a man. Her identity is singular to her and she rejects the idea of marriage at the end of the film and I feel that is a very important statement for people to see
0: your uh, statement mentioned uh, that uh, widow Clicot is a unique and personal ghost story yes and uh, could you elaborate on uh, how you approach telling Barb Nicole uh, through this particular narrative style
1: yes I, I, I feel I felt when we were, I kept saying when we were filming I feel like we're making a ghost story and people the producer kept looking at me and she was like mhm but she wouldn't she didn't I don't think she really believed me or understood it and i and i don't know that i have made a ghost story but i think what i what drew me to or the the thing that kept pushing me forward was the idea that the film half of the film is about a a person who is dead and it's about how Barb Nicole remembers and recalls and revisits and re-feels. She re-feels her life in memories. And as the film progresses, we feel at the beginning that their romantic love was positive, that it was good. And then as the story progresses, her memories become more complex. Her memories become... Negative. Her memories become traumatic. Her memories become violent. Her memories become scary. And I feel this is a very interesting way of dealing with trauma. Actually, this is sort of something I can relate to personally because I, I grew up in an, in, a, in an alcoholic home. My father was an alcoholic. And, we, and And if I think about my memories as a child... I always think about happy memories. I always think about my happy memories with my father and doing something nice. But if I think and sit with those memories and go further into them, I can pull things out of the shadows and I can remember things that weren't nice or that were traumatic or that were upsetting. And the film, I think, is like this. If it's As we go deeper into the film, we realise that her life has not been perfect. And actually, as we come to the final memory and as we come to the final realisation of what her husband was like, she is released. And And in that final moment, she's released and allowed to be herself, I think. So it's about personal... It's about acceptance, I think.
0: The film also portrays the one yard as both a psychological prison, let's say, and, but also a place of liberation for yes, Batman yes. Um Can you elaborate uh, the symbolism of this setting yes. and uh, how it reflects the complexities of uh, the character?
1: Um, we, partly because of budget, The story was much bigger. It had uh, sections in St. Petersburg and Paris and Amsterdam and London. And the story, her story is very European and very global in a way. Um, And by the time I joined the project, there were still some scenes outside. There were still scenes where she went to Rennes and where she goes uh, traveling about. And I was really attracted to the idea that she... Becomes contained within the vineyard because it becomes then a psychological space, psychogeographical space, where her full identity is realized. So the idea in dreams a house is the self, where well, if you dream of a house, It's meant to somehow reflect your identity. So if it's a big house with many rooms or a small house or a basement, you have different versions of yourself in in a house. So I felt the house then represented her and the different rooms represented different aspects of her personality. So the office is where her business was done and most of the film happens in her office because that is where she was making the company and building the company. But then there were these very interesting corridors and stairwells and the bedroom. And so we really kind of became focused on how to use the house to the maximum. And then for me, glass became a theme. So the shattered glass of the bottles, the shattered glass of the fight, and then her watching always through windows, looking outside to the world outside, became a running kind of theme of... Somehow that she was imprisoned in this space and yet we know through the story that it's where she is free So it's both, contra- it's a contradiction of she never leaves but she doesn't need to, you know, it's her a, it's a paradise It's like a garden of Eden very much wow pleasure really good questions thank you
0: and I thank you Thomas Knapper director of Widow Clicquot in the Grand Public section at the 18th edition of the Rome Film Fest I'm Federica Scappa and this is Fred the Festival Insider
1: Fred Fred 24 Fred, 7 on Fred FM and smartphone app